are listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 143, Three Myths About Love. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Happy Valentine's Day, my friends. I'm putting this episode out a few days early because it's Valentine's Day today. And if I put it out on Wednesday, you guys are gonna be like, Abby, Valentine's Day is over. We don't care about love anymore. <laughs> No, I actually got really excited thinking about this podcast episode because I have a different episode already recorded that I was planning to put out this week. And then today being Valentine's Day, I started seeing all these things about love on social media. And I started thinking about love and relationships and all of that myself. And I was like, hang on, I got a lot to say about this. I want to talk about love today. And I find that that's kind of a pattern I've noticed with me. Like sometimes I think it's fun to have a theme for the podcast episodes that goes along with the holidays, like Halloween or Thanksgiving. But sometimes it kind of hits me after the holiday is like past or like right when the holiday is here. Like in November, I'll kind of be thinking about gratitude a little bit, but I'll be like, oh, I don't know if I have too much to say about gratitude right now. I have other topics I'm excited to talk about. And then it'll be Thanksgiving. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, what's a great subject gratitude. <laughs> we should talk about gratitude. Everyone should talk about gratitude. And that's kind of what happened today. I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. You know what's a great topic? Love. So I'll get you guys the other podcast episode next week. That one's a good one. But I wanted to get this one out to you even a couple days early. So while love is on your mind, I can bust some myths about love. And if you're not subscribed to this podcast, then you might not have seen that this episode came out on Monday instead of Wednesday. So make sure you're subscribed so when I do crazy things like this, you get that notification. But today we're gonna bust three myths about love. And if you're a single lady out there, all my single ladies, I won't sing it to you, but if you're one of my single ladies out there, don't disregard this podcast episode. Even if you're not thinking about romantic relationships at all. Like definitely what we talk about will apply to romantic relationships, but it's going to apply to every relationship in your life. Whether it's the love you feel for a child or your grandma or your neighbor, or even like appreciation, not necessarily even love, but you could say appreciation with your coworkers and your manager. So any relationship where you just want to have more positive feelings, more connection, more gratitude, and all the good feels, then what we're gonna talk about today is going to apply to that, okay? So we're gonna bust three myths about love so you can experience more love in your life. So the first myth I wanna talk about is a big one. Many of us believe that other people saying or doing kind things makes us feel loved. Right? Like we think if my partner buys me flowers on Valentine's Day, then I like that and it makes me feel loved. 
or when they do the laundry or cook dinner. I feel loved when they do those things. Many of us have heard about the love languages and acts of service or gifts and all that stuff. We think like, that's my love language. Now that's fine if you appreciate those things and that's awesome if your partner does those things and and that's something you enjoy, but I want you to know that other people saying or doing anything does not make you feel loved or any other emotion, okay? So what happens? I know it feels like it does, right? Like we get the flowers or we get the compliment and we feel some warm fuzzies inside but that's not because of what that other person said or did. Them saying or doing something doesn't make us feel loved. What happens is we then give ourselves permission to believe that we're lovable. So when they tell us we're beautiful, then we give ourselves permission to believe that and it feels really good. Or when they buy flowers, we think, oh, they really care about me. They were thinking about me. I must be lovable. So we give ourselves that permission. Now, this is so important to realize that it's not what the other person says or does because they don't always do those things, right? Or maybe you just don't even have anyone in your life that would do those things. And so you think, well, I can't feel loved until I find that person. But that's not true. You can believe that you're lovable right now. You really can. That's a decision you could just make and not wait for anyone else to give you permission to believe it. If you need permission to believe it, I'm giving you that permission. Believe that you're lovable. You can just decide that that's true. Now I get it. It helps to have that outside validation, right? When we're in those situations, then it's easier for us to believe it. But I just want you to know you don't need that in order to believe it now. Okay, so other people saying or doing things doesn't make us feel loved, and other people loving us doesn't make us feel loved. When they're thinking kind things about us, we feel nothing. Has that ever happened to you before where someone later tells you, oh, I was thinking all these great things about something you did or about you, and then you feel appreciated, but until they told you that, you didn't feel it. Right? It's because once they tell you, then you're believing that you're lovable. But when they don't say anything, then they're feeling love towards you or appreciation and you're feeling nothing. It's like my husband sometimes. He'll, it's like my husband sometimes if I am wearing a new shirt. Sometimes I do like to get that outside validation or get his opinion on it. So I'll be like, hey, what do you think of my new shirt? Do you like it? And he'll be like, oh yeah, did I not say that out loud? <laughs> you look really nice in that shirt. It looks great. So even though he had been thinking those nice things about me, I felt nothing. So it's not what other people say, think, or do. It's what we think about ourselves. And we can believe we're lovable right now. It feels so good when we choose to believe it instead of waiting for others. If you're in a relationship, you can still practice doing it. And if you're not in a relationship, practice doing that. Practice believing that you're lovable right now. Because when we think that it's other people that are going to create that for us, and we're like, okay, I just need to get in a relationship so I can feel loved. Then what happens is we get in a relationship and they don't do it right. They don't follow our rule book for what people should do to make us feel loved. So we're still not feeling loved. We're still craving it. 
Or maybe they do the nice things and we still don't feel loved. We're looking for other evidence to prove that we're not lovable because we don't believe it ourselves. They're telling us all these nice things, giving us compliments and we're like, oh, but that's not true. You have to believe it yourself or you won't feel loved. That is up to you. Believe that you're lovable, my friends. You totally are. Okay, myth number two is my love for others makes them feel loved. So this is just the reverse of what we just talked about, right? Other people loving you doesn't make you feel loved. So therefore, you loving other people doesn't make them feel loved. Certainly, we can influence it, right? Because we can offer them things that they then interpret to mean I'm lovable. She cares about me. And then they create that love within themselves. But I want you to know that you're not that powerful. You're not the one making them feel loved. They're choosing to feel loved and to believe that they're lovable. So like I said, what we're talking about, this is true in romantic relationships. This is true in completely platonic relationships. So think about if you're a manager or you're a charge nurse and you're like, I want my staff to feel appreciated. I want them to know I care about them. You aren't that powerful. Some of your staff members might think, oh, they really care about me. They were asking about what schedule I want or they're asking about my weekend. Other staff members might think she's being really fake right now. She doesn't really care about my weekend plans or my schedule. Like, it doesn't matter what you're feeling towards them. They are the gatekeepers of what they feel. You aren't that powerful. So instead of trying to control how everyone else feels, Just decide, who do I want to be? I want to be someone who cares about my staff. And when I genuinely care about them, this is how I show up. This is what I do. And they can decide if they feel loved or if they feel annoyed or if they feel indifferent to me. However they feel, that's their own business. But I'm going to feel appreciation for my staff or for my children or for my husband because that's who I want to be and because it feels so good to me. It feels really good to feel love towards other people. Remember, they're not feeling it. So who is? You. You're the one feeling that love towards them. Like today, my little guy Eli was playing on the floor with some toys and I was just watching him play. And I was watching his face and the curiosity in his eyes. And I was wondering about what was going on in his little brain? What was his little imagination creating? And I felt some love for him. I was like, oh, he's so sweet. It's amazing the way he's growing and changing. I love the little person he's becoming. So I was sitting there feeling all this love for my son And he was feeling whatever he was feeling, right? Curiosity about his toys, enjoyment with his toys. But he wasn't feeling my love. I got to feel that. And it felt awesome. So I love to feel love for as many people as possible and as much as possible in my life. Not for other people's sake. Like it's awesome when they interpret my actions And they then create love for themselves. But that's not my goal. I just love them because it feels so good. Because I really enjoy it. It's fun for me to feel love. 
Okay, so these two myths, they go together, right? Like I said, they're the reverse of each other. They're both sides of the coin. So we can sum them up with one overarching myth. And that is the myth that love is 50-50. So with that first myth, I was talking about what other people do, what other people think and what they say to us. Often we think that's 50% of it, how this other person shows up in the relationship. And then the other 50% is what I do. And that was the second myth, right? How I'm showing up for them if I'm loving them. So we often think love is 50-50. They do their part, I do mine. But now we see that love is actually not 50-50. It's not about what they say or do. It's all about what's happening within us. You feel loved when you think you're lovable. You feel loving when you think someone else is lovable. It's all about what you're thinking. Both of those things, which is so cool because that means we don't have to wait for anyone else to do or say or even be there for us to love them. Your love is in your thoughts. You can create as much love in your life as you want to, and you can feel as loved as you want to. It's 100% in your control. Isn't that awesome news? I love that. Okay. That wasn't our third myth. That was just summing up those first two. So our third myth is that love requires certain actions. Often we think that love looks a certain way. We're like, if I love someone, I wanna spend all my time with them. If I love them, I give them compliments. If I love them, I buy them flowers. If I love them, then whenever they wanna be intimate, I'm intimate. That's not what love is. Love isn't your actions. Love is a feeling. It's an emotion. So you can take any number of actions from love. And often those actions might be the things I just said. Maybe you do wanna buy them flowers and spend time with them and go out to dinner. Those are great things to do, right? But I want you to know it doesn't equal those things. Like you could do those things without any love behind them. I think that's why some people get kind of annoyed with Valentine's Day sometimes. They're like, well, they're just buying flowers because they feel like they have to. There's no actual love behind it. So sometimes we can take actions that look like love, but they're not actually driven by love, right? Or other times we could take actions that we don't typically think as loving actions, but if they are fueled by love, then we are still being loving. So for instance, you could break up with someone out of love. Did you know that? Like that could be the fuel behind the action of breaking up. You don't have to be angry to break up with someone. You don't have to think they're terrible. You don't have to despise them. You could love them. And you could decide this relationship is complete. You could set boundaries out of love. Maybe you wanna stay in a relationship, but you have some boundaries around intimacy, right? You're like, no, actually, I'm not comfortable doing that. I love you so much. Don't wanna be intimate tonight. And decisions like that, I think, take the most love because it's love for yourself 
and love for the other person. And this is so important to recognize, and I feel that it's very important for me to point out to you guys that this is a huge myth because if it were just the other two myths that I broke down, then some people might use that to mean, well, then I should just stay in a relationship where I'm being mistreated because I can create as much love for myself and for that other person as I want to. Or even if you're not being mistreated, but just in a situation that you don't feel like you want to be in, where it doesn't feel loving to yourself or to them anymore. Some people are like, oh, well, then I can create all that love, right? Even if they're telling me I'm terrible or doing all these mean things, then I can create that love for myself. But first of all, it's a lot harder to do, right? Like, yes, you can counteract all those things that they're doing and saying to believe that you're lovable, but it is harder. It's harder to truly believe I'm lovable, I'm valuable, I'm a good person, I'm amazing when someone is constantly telling you the opposite, right? So you can make it easier on yourself and decide, I love this person, I wish the best for them, and I also love myself. And it's really hard for me to stay in a loving place towards myself and towards them when I'm around them all the time and this is how they're treating me. So I'm going to go love myself and love them from a distance. So there's no certain actions that equal love. Love is the feeling, the emotion fueling you. And it is such amazing fuel. When we truly love ourselves and we truly love others, then we make decisions from clarity. Then even when we're doing hard things like taking those actions that sometimes don't look like love or wouldn't fall onto like the typical list of loving actions that we would make, we can take those actions in a way that feels good to us, in a way that feels respectful and showing up with empowerment and kindness. And this is why I love coaching nurses in Bold Nurse Society before they take actions like that before they end a relationship or before they quit a job or have a difficult conversation with someone, before they take those actions, let's get them to a place of love and clarity first. Then they can go into those situations fueled by those emotions and it's a totally different experience. Even if the outcome is the same, even if it's the relationship being ended is the same, or even if it's Setting this boundary is the same. It's a totally different experience when it's fueled by love. All right, I'm talking a lot about breakups for it being Valentine's Day. I didn't mean this to turn into like a downer episode, but I just want you to see that love isn't what we think it is. It's something that you can create as much as you want in your life. And it's amazing fuel. And that fuel can lead you to do whatever feels appropriate. But I trust love. When we're fueled by love, that's an emotion I trust. It helps me show up at my best. So I love taking actions from love because then I enjoy the person that I am and I feel good about the decisions I make. Whereas when I'm fueled by fear or judgment or guilt, I don't trust those emotions as much. I don't always show up as who I want to be, but love, beautiful. So let's generate as much love as possible and then go see what we do. See what love leads us to do. 
All right, my friends, thanks for being here. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a day filled with love. I'll talk to you later. Take care. <laughs>